0: So, you know, so I, I just can't, I can't put into words how gullible sometimes the internet can be, you know? How gullible the internet, the YWC, the IWC can be, how worried they can get over nothing, Now, look, I don't blame them for getting worried over, you know, certain reports or rumors that, you know, may not be in their favor or they may not enjoy hearing about. I don't blame them. But seriously, when you come out, if you're a reliable source that gets told directly by a talent within a company that they believe something's going on, you should, first of all, realize that's just their opinion. That's their belief. Also, you should come to realize that that person, man or woman, might be disgruntled. Like, man, I'm here, but why am I not being used? And maybe the first thought is, hmm, I wonder if Vince is back in charge. I bet he is. And that's what one talent, one anonymous talent, reported to Fightful Select today. According to Fightful Select, they were told by this anonymous talent that they believe Vince McMahon is back in charge. Now, Fightful Select you know, thankfully, was able to update, you know, on the situation, because even they felt that was kind of weird, like, why, like, why would one talent, you know, come out and say this, and not multitude of talents, you know, say it, and kind of back it up, so Fightful Select, and Sean Ross you know, I guess you could say, uh, you know, basically contacted the sources in WWE on the epichelon level, you know, of WWE, and those sources they have at that level confirmed that the report, the rumor, the belief that this talent had, that Vince was back in charge of creative, is unfounded. In other words, not true. It is unfounded and not true. Because if it was true, if it was founded... Then let's be honest. We all know Vince probably would have said I'm going with Omos winning the Royal Rumble or I'm going with Strowman winning the Royal Rumble and we would have had Omos reigns or Strowman reigns. You know that. You know that as well as I do. But that's not the case. But the moment, though, this report came out, you know, about this rumored belief by this talent, you know, thinking and feeling that Vince was back in charge, the moment Feifel Select came out and reported that rumor, guess what? The entire internet, the entire internet wrestling community, IWC, and YouTube wrestling community, YWC, Collectively, and Lord forgive me for saying this, collectively shit their pants and worry. That's right, they collectively shit their pants and worry. And suddenly they started to point out numerous clues that could indicate that the talent might be onto something. They pointed to the WrestleMania poster with Reigns and Cody on there, and it says at the bottom, directed by Vince McMahon. They pointed to the fact that Omos challenged Brock Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania. And by pointing and by pointing out to that, they basically believe that's Vince McMahon's doing because that's a Vince McMahon thing. When in fact, when Fightful Select and others updated, you know, uh, updated themselves on this report, this rumor, this belief by this talent, and basically said it was unfounded, not true. They also reported the fact that the Omos Lesnar match is Hunter's idea. It's Hunter's idea. Now, JD from NY206, you know he's very outspoken. He'll tell, he'll basically tell it like it is, and his, you know, and give his opinion on how he sees it. And he says, "Yeah, you know, he he told somebody on Twitter, yeah, that's what they want you to believe. That's what they want you to believe, but it's actually Vince is doing. You see, you see, here's the thing. We, I said this on numerous occasions, on numerous occasions." We are in an era that is more focused on not just good storytelling, which, which when you look all around wrestling, depending on what company you follow more, we are kind of getting a decent amount of good storytelling depending on you know, what's going on in every company. You know WWE, we got the bloodline. AEW we got MGF and Dan, you know uh, uh, Brian Danielson. You know Impact, we got right now Rich Swan and Josh Alexander, and Mickey James is you know run in her last rodeo as champion. You know we have we have decent storylines, okay? We have some decent welcoming storylines. You know, and again, it doesn't matter what promotion you follow. You know, we we are in an era where storytelling is. The one of the number one, excuse me. One of the number one things you know people love about wrestling and want to see more of. But number two, the other thing is just the pure athleticism. They want. We are in an era. Well, the second thing that people look for in wrestling is athleticism. In other words, guys that can go out there and wrestle, people that can go out there and do some flips and kicks and unbelievable spots that keep, you know, that basically get you talking, you know, for quite some time. You know, we are in that era, and when you see something like Lesnar and Omos being advertised for Mania. That right there would definitely make you want to, you know, chuck your lunch, if you will, throw up, if you will, basically hurl, and want to give the middle finger to WWE or a company like them for even considering a match like that for Mania, because it does, because basically it doesn't gel with what fans are more used to nowadays. And that's why when I hear someone like J.D. come out and say, yeah, Triple H will take credit for it, but it's actually Vince's idea, it's because he doesn't want to see less known Omos. No. Instead, he'd rather see something like, and I say it with all due respect, he'd rather see, you know, a Money in the Bank ladder match for the U.S., you know, uh, well, not the US but a money in the bank ladder match match or in a continental title ladder match or a US title ladder match or whatever in its place where all kind, where all the pro wrestlers and guys that you know show off some spectacular moves and spots get a chance to shine and look i don't blame him for wanting that because again like i said we are in that era where yeah an occasional big man matchup will be all right but, you know, some, but basically when you take someone like Omas and Lesnar and put them in the ring together, that's not all right. Because, look, J.D. has no, look, despite what J.D. might tell you, and he has all the right to believe this, okay? You know, believe what he says, you know, stand by what he says and all that. But here's the thing. Everybody from J.D. to just Alex to Solomon to everybody, they look at Omos and they basically say, look, the guy's got potential, but he's still green. He needs more time. That's what they, that is basically what they look at with Omos, that basically, you know, you want him to be, you know, one of your top big men in wrestling in the WWE, but he's not Yet ready for that moment. He's not yet ready for that moment. And again, it's because we're in an era where it's more about the storytelling and about the athleticism. And that if you want someone like Omas to get over in this era, you've got to give him more time to shine. I mean, when you look at the returning Davokato, you know, in NXT that looks like a guy that potentially, you know, despite his size, can actually be accepted by the athletic, by the fan base of the more athletic and storytelling because he can actually do more in their eyes. And he could be, if not will be more accepted on the main roster once he returns there because he's developing once again in NXT. He's getting a chance to shine there. The point is, the point is, people will point to OMAS and Lesnar, and despite Triple H being the one that says, hey, that's my idea, people will be like, yeah, sure, Triple H, that's what you want to say, that's what you want us to believe, but we know it's Vince, that we know it's Vince, so just, just tell us, come on, come on, just tell us, just say, yeah, it's Vince's idea, come on, come on, just tell us, don't be afraid, you can tell us, that's what they want, that's what they want. They want Triple H in their minds to come out and say, yeah, um, the Omos and Lesnar match, yeah, you know, I had the final say on it, but it was actually Vince's idea. That's what they want. They want him to say something along the lines of, yeah, he had the final say in making it happen, but that it's actually Vince McMahon's idea. And the reason they want that is to basically add more fuel to the fire for the disdain for Vince. And basically add more fuel to the fire to kind of prove that they, you know, kind of have a point that Vince still has some say in the company, creatively. Even though Triple H has come out and said, look, I have the final say. Yes, I do get input from Vince once in a while on certain things, and that's it. But he has the final say. I mean... Here's the thing, when, he, when Hunter comes out and says he has input, he's basically saying things along the lines of he goes to different people. He can go to a Bruce Pritchard. He can go to a Shawn Michaels, a Road Dog. He can call up and ask freaking Billy Gunn, if you will, and who's in AEW. You know, all that. To get, you know, basically get a better idea of what works, you know, for certain match types, certain participants, stuff like that. And that even includes talking to his father-in-law and saying, hey, can I get your input on that or on this, and then make the final decision himself. That's what input is about. That's like when you go to, to your job. And you sit down and you talk with your managers and you ask them for input on how to get better. Or they sit you down and say, hey, here's my input on how you can get better at what you do. Like what happened with me yesterday. You know, they're not trying to take, char- they're not trying to take charge or, uh, of what you do or tell you, you do it this way or else kind of deal. No, they're giving you input on how to get better. They'll even highlight certain sections of, how, of where you've got to get better. And that's kind of what Triple H does, you know, at, well, in the position he's in. He gets input. You know, he has the final say. It doesn't mean whatever input he gets from Vince is going to stick. No, he gets the final say. Now, do I not deny that maybe, you know, the match between Omos and Lesnar has a Vince feel to it? Yeah, it does. But, but a lot of people also said it could be a swerve. For all we know it could be a swerve, leading to a reuniting of the Hurt Business, and then we get Lesnar and Lashley at Mania one more time. That could be what happens. Not saying it will be. But. But. Yes, I agree. It does have a Vince feel, but I also think the reason it has a Vince feel is because Triple H knows Vince, and he knows that maybe the only way he's going to prevent Vince from even considering stepping foot back into creative or trying to have a final say again in creative is to give these kind of matches, you know, to to the public, to to the fans on certain you know on certain events or during certain events. That's why I think we get Omos and Lesnar and Mania, because that's Hunter's way of saying, okay, Vince, here's your match, be happy with it, you know, have fun. And that's it. That's it. Now, I know people worry that as we approach WrestleMania, there is no way Vince wouldn't want to be in creative. He wouldn't want to be there. Right? You know, kind of you know, taking charge and stuff. And look, I don't blame you for feeling that way. It is WrestleMania season, and you know that male you know, Vince has always been involved with certain matchups. But here's the thing. Vince right now cannot really be in creative because of an SEC agreement. He's only there because he wants to get a sale of the company done and wants to be there to oversee potential future TV rights deals. And that's it. That's all he's meant to be there for, and that's all he's agreed to be there for. If he oversteps that, then it basically will be more fuel added to the fire of the lawsuits that are being thrown against him by the shareholders that believe what everybody else believes and that he is there for more than just that. You know, so So for people that would believe Vince would not miss a mania, you know, creatively, this could be the first one he does. You know, it could be. It could be the first one he misses creatively. All right? And who's to say he he hasn't missed other manias creatively, huh? Who's to say he hasn't missed any other manias creatively? I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. Which is in an era right now where, you know, he's been mostly in that creative seat when it comes to mania. He's mostly been known for being there. But the truth is, but the truth is right now, we are in a situation to where that's not going to happen. And if it does, if it does, then... You know, we might be surprised that hey, Mania is better than we thought, and it was all because of events. But I don't think so. I think we have nothing to worry about because here's the thing: was Survivor Series bad? No. Was Royal Rumble bad? No. You know, was you know SummerSlam bad? No. And these are all events. These three are the big three out of the four big these three out of the big four events. We'll always, you know, creatively run behind the scenes by Vince, right? Guess what? This time around, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. They will all run by Triple H. And this will be the first mania under Triple H. So, again, again, you know, I understand people's fears and worries about that. Okay? But I don't think we have anything to worry about, period. And, look... As far as, you know, this, this, this one talent coming out and spreading this rumor or this belief, let's be honest, any employee out there, any associate, attendee, athlete, whatever, when they feel underused, under, when they feel underutilized, when they feel disgruntled and not being you know, used at the full potential, of course they're going to voice their opinions on stuff. And there's no doubt that this talent, man or woman, probably voiced their opinion of, man, I'm not being used a lot. I bet Vince is back in charge. In fact, I'll tell for Select that he's back in charge. And that's it. Maybe they just wanted to tell, you know, Fightful Select, hey, you know, I'm not going to give you my name or anything, but I, I have a feeling Vince is back in charge of creative. I got this feeling. And yet now we find out that's not true. And it's just a disgruntled talent that doesn't feel like they're being utilized correctly. I bet you anything, I bet you anything, if it's a certain talent that we've been seeing, you know, trying to get opportunity after opportunity, you know, on WWE television, if it's a certain talent we've been seeing, and all of a sudden that talent gets the opportunity and starts shining and starts doing things, you know, that you know we knew he could do, he or she could do, Ooh, and everything, and finally get that opportunity to prove that they are everything they say they are, then we'll know maybe that that was the talent that probably said it. Now, I'd be surprised, honestly, tonight if during Dynamite, when Tony Khan comes out and does his announcement, you know, I, and maybe I'm just throwing things out there, but I'd be surprised if Tony Khan comes out and shouts out Sean Ross Sapp and says, hey, how was that report you had? How did you like it, Huh? And then maybe reveal he was the one that said it just because he wants eyes on his product. Again, again, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's probably what's gonna happen, probably won't. But still, but still when you get down to it, if it is a certain talent that we've been seeing over the past couple of weeks. And we start noticing that talent start getting opportunity and push and put, you know, opportunity after opportunity and push and push and push, you know, going into mania, then we'll probably have our answer. And, you know, speaking of big men, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Triple H has hired big men to be part of NXT. I mean, Omos was a Triple H signing. Let's not forget that. He was a Triple H signing. And he was put in NXT for a brief period till Vince saw him like, oh, i got to have that guy on the main roster. And now what Triple H is doing is trying to basically use the main roster to help Omos get better, but not utilize him as much as he used to be utilized. I mean, when Vince was running things, how many times did we see Omos on television? I'm just saying. So Triple H is basically trying to you know, fix that. He's trying to rectify that. And also let's take a look at the big man he has down in NXT right now. The returning Dabba Kato, Okay? Dabakato is back in NXT, and guess what? And guess what? He's actually a little bit more athletic than Omos. But he's down there because not only is it gonna get him more seasoning, more training, but by the time he does get a chance to get back to the main roster, guess what? Guess what? He'll be more accepted by the audience because not only is he a big man and that could be an attraction and intimidating or come off inti- or come off as intimidating, but he's a big man that can move. He could go. And all because he had that additional training and seasoning he needed in NXT. So the long and short of it, guys... Long and short of it is this. When you hear reports, when you hear reports, you know, of this, I wouldn't say of this magnitude, but of this level. And all you hear out of the report is it's one or two people. And the report says something along the lines of this is what they believe or feels going on. You know, always double-check. Always triple-check your sources. But also, think to yourself, and I say it with all due respect, think to yourself, hmm, it's only one or two people, talent or employee-wise, not anybody else on the higher levels, hmm, they, they might just sound like they're disgruntled. you got to think first. got to think first, like, hmm, they just might be people that are disgruntled. And that's it. That's it. Because if you think of it being anything more than that, Then you're basically feeding into the room, you're feeding into your paranoia and your fears. That's what you're doing. You're feeding into your paranoia and your fears. And you shouldn't do that. Again, I don't blame you for wanting to feel that way when it comes to the idea that Vince could creatively come back. But there have been various reports that have stated, one, the SEC agreement will not allow him to do that, or else it provides, as I said earlier, more fuel to the file, to those lawsuits, proving to them exactly what everybody feels Vince is really there for, and that's more power. And two, there are various reports that say Vince is not in the office like he used to be anymore, that basically he's now back, back or finally at a normal work schedule, and that's it which I guess to Vince McMahon could be like an 8- to 12-hour day, and that's it. So, again, you cannot let your fear and paranoia get the best, best of you when it comes to these kind of things. Like I said, I don't blame you for, for feeling the way you do. I don't. But don't let it manifest itself you know, in you or around you because of past experiences and past trauma. You know, leave it in the past and move forward. That's all I'm going to say. But give me your thoughts, guys, overall. What do you think about this initial report that came out that was also, you know, later on confirmed to be unfounded, untrue? What are your thoughts about it? What are your thoughts of, you know, basically the IWC and the YWC just, you know, again, collectively shitting their pants, excuse my language, God, shitting their pants, you know, at the mere thought of it, you know, potentially being true. What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments, as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. You will get an audio podcast version of this at BW Roses Discussions. And all your favorite audio podcasts. Give me all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, support me at my Teespring store, which you can click in the upper right hand, in the upper left hand corner here, you know, of the screen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, find me at Venmo at brian Dash 2 Cash app at BWRoses98. Also, Patreon.com at BWRoses, $1, $3 tier. DeviantArt.com says BVW1979. Vimo at BW Roses. with content you can't get here on YouTube. And, yeah, that's about it, guys. So, let me know what your thoughts are down below. Oh, and everything. And until next time, I'll talk to you all later.